Welcome to the fall 2020 premiere of This Week in Loveland Tiger Sports here on LovelandTigers.org and ESPN Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. I'm Jason Griefer, delighted to be joined once again by Loveland AD Brian Knatzer. Uh, Brian, good to talk to you once again. How's Tiger Nation? Jason, first of all, thanks for, for having me, and, and uh, good morning, Tiger Nation. So we're, we're thrilled to be here. Uh, Tiger Nation's doing outstanding, right? Because now, now we, ha- we have games. Yeah. We were to, yeah, we were able to have an interesting inter-squad scrimmage with football on Friday, our boys' uh, soccer game on Saturday. Obviously, our golfs and, and tennis are off and running, so we are really excited to get this season started. So, hello again, Tiger Nation. This has been a, a summer unlike any other that any of us have ever seen, uh, it, and I can't imagine what it was like for an athletic director in your position, so I'm going to ask you, what's it been like for an athletic director in your position to try to navigate the waters of what we know, what we don't know, how often it's changed, and ultimately how you were able to actually put a fall season together. Yeah, uh, definitely a, a learning curve, uh, step by step, not even day by day or hour by hour. It really, it really was. Things changed, uh, you know, almost, you know, by the minute it seemed like, and everyone was learning. Everyone was here to do uh, what they know how to do, and that's train hard and work hard. And, but it was a learning curve. Our, our coaches had to make some modifications on their practice plan to make sure that, you know, we limit any spread. Uh, obviously, the kids are understanding what it's like to wear a mask on all day uh, and, and how that, uh, you know, can compromise their, 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 their day-to-day experience. And then limiting the amount of, of kids that we had at practice or in the gym. And we, we did a three-phase process that was recommended by the OHSAA. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it worked uh, for us. And we learned, we learned along the way. We had some setbacks and we modified things. And I think we came back stronger. And, uh, you know, we're excited um, to, get this, to, get, to get this started. Are you even, even as of now, now that we have schedules for everybody, are you still having those communications? Okay, what if we have an outbreak here? What if we have an outbreak there? Is that still among like a, a daily or weekly discussion? Well, we're, we're trying to prevent any of those outbreaks. Yeah. I, we, we haven't really, we've talked about it in here in, in, in this office, what that looks like, but we're still trying to, to find games and get our schedule back yeah. uh, to where it was at full strength because some teams just may not be playing or, um, you know, maybe we had an out-of-state that's just not working right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're trying to really just get everybody up to the full uh, schedule strength and be prepared. But, yes, we, we are looking at what that does look like. Our coaches, our coaches have been phenomenal putting together practice plans that, uh, for that uh, to help with those limitations. And I'll tell you, the Hampton County Public Health has done a great job with uh, having conversations uh, with myself and both the contact tracing unit and also just the environmental uh, health section of it to help us prepare, mm. prepare for events. But they've been outstanding with working with us and I feel very fortunate and confident that, you know, we are going to limit any potential spread as best we can, uh, mm-hmm. doing the best of our ability, and we're all pitching in to, to make this happen. That's, that's the goal, one big team to help in as far as that goes. Let's start talking about some of your teams that are in action, and it feels good to say that. Uh, let's start with boys golf. Uh, what a way to start the season. Let's just go out in a couple of weeks, go win the ECC preview. Uh, Tyler Valley, gold, Joe Jankowski, bronze. How's that for you to start the fall season? I mean, can you ask for anything better? I mean, <laughs> Tyler shot a 71. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. Um, obviously, you know, was a medalist there. Um, and, and these kids, I mean, they're, they're doing well. They're, they're excited uh, to be out on the course. And, 
you know, um, winning that ECC preview for, for anyone is, is a great start to the season. And our boys have been going strong ever since then. Um, Joe Janikowski shot a 76. Uh, and he shot a, a 36 and a 36 of both Turpin and Milford. So we're strong. Anthony Moran kind of new on the scene. Uh, 75 at Sycamore, uh, 32 versus uh, versus uh, Turpin and, and was a medalist. So the team right now sitting at 3-0. and We shot a 140 versus Turpin as a team. Wow. And uh, this week we're, we're hosting West Claremont uh, at Hickory. So we're excited to get back on the course again this week. On the girls' side, what's uh, what what have we seen there? What stood out to you thus far? They've got some tournaments under their belt. Uh, they're yeah. they're in, they're in really almost mid season to this point. What have you seen from the girls thus far? Uh, solid, uh, a number one Emmy. Amy, she's she's doing a great job leading leading her team uh, together. Um, supported by Megan Smith, Kristen Digert, and, and Maya Stoker, but they're 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 learning a, a, along the way. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's a young team, and we're developing uh, from that and. Uh, they'll be back at it uh, on Tuesday uh, at West Claremont or versus West Claremont at Eagles Nest and Thursday at Winton Woods. So, um, you know, look to see them constant improvement this entire year. No doubt. Uh, let's move on to the pitch. Boys soccer, nice come from behind win over Summit this past weekend, uh, three to two. So that's good to get a win early in the season there. But I also want to talk about, we saw on social media, a very nice message from a, a, a local photographer, Mark Slaughter, who put out a tweet really complimenting how you and your staff and all the fans at this, at this game really abided by the, the social distancing, everybody wearing masks. How happy were you when you were able to see the fans that were allowed in, that everybody was good with the masks and good with the social distancing? How big is that that the community embraced that? Yeah, I, I, first of all, I got to give a shout out to, you know, our staff in here, Christy Brewport, Jake Elfers, did an outstanding job at kind of coordinating this and making sure that everyone was following those protocols or those guidelines. Uh, we put out the communication ahead of time. You know, we've mapped out exactly where to sit in the, in this, in the stadium. Uh, when the kids come off of, of the field, where, how, how are they going to distance themselves? You know, put back on their mask, what their water bottle looks like when the fans come in. I mean, it, it's a learning curve, Jason. I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie. You have a visiting team. You've got a home team. It's something that some of these, some of the individuals might not be used to, but I think Tiger Nation is going to embrace it because, number one, if you want to have a season for these kids, and that's what this is about. These about it's about the, this program, these programs, these kids. It's not about you know us or up in the in the stands. We're there to support and to rally around the success that these kids are having. We have got to mask up, and we've got to socially distance. And it's just going to have to be uh, the way that the that the season goes uh, if we want this to continue. But I couldn't be more proud of our Tiger Nation. Um, you know, we put it constantly in in you know. Um, into our uh, script that we have and people follow it. And it's, again, just going to be a learning curve and it's going to change venue by venue, uh, you know, depending upon, um, you know, where, where we're at. But I, I'm proud of, of our community for doing that. The girls soccer team on the verge of getting their season going. Uh, how has offseason training looked in your mind? Well, they are a solid team. Uh, Lauren Donovan, um, Smolensky, Polakowski, Godie, those are the names you're going to hear this year. You know, they're, I mean, they're, they're going to be, a, again, once again, a very dominant team that uh, is, 
you know, set high standards for themselves. Uh, the coaching staff sets high standards for them. And uh, I think they're going to, they're, they're going to do just fine. We open up uh, Tuesday uh, versus Lakota East. So right out the get go, um, the girls will be out on the, on the tiger turf, you know, doing what they do best. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll certainly be talking about them and probably those names and hopefully more to come as, as the season goes along here. Let's move on to uh, cross country and, uh, Boy, what a big week they have this this week. You've got the, the, the Twilight Invite tonight, and then Friday, the Moeller Primetime Invitational. So they're going to run under the lights twice this week. How cool is that for these for these student-athletes to be able to do that? Oh, they, they're, they're really excited, and you're right. How cool is it? They're going to they're gonna finish tonight inside the stadium as well, uh, and, and the lights are going to be on, and they're, they're thrilled just to be running. They, yeah. This team has trained uh, very, very hard. Um, on the boys' side, Brian Chevrolet and a young comer, Brady Steiner. They, these guys are young, and uh, they had some success last year. Uh, they are fully committed. They've got some great senior leadership, uh, and the coaching staff is really pushing them. They are excited to, to, to just get out and run. I wish you could just be here to feel the vibe uh, <laughs> that, that, you know, going throughout, you know, the practice. Um, and obviously on the girls' side as well with Emmy Sager, Jesse Gibbons, uh, Sarah Maddox, again, a young team. And, and, you know, I could go on and on a little bit on this, but this is a team that's returning as placing sixth overall as a team in state last year. So on both sides of the cross country, we've got a very prime, very ready, um, you know, team that's ready to build onto their success. And, and um, I, I'm, I'm really excited for them. I know Coach Nestor is really excited for them. And actually the whole entire cross-country community is ready to see these guys run, ready to see these guys compete. They are so hungry, Jason. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. We've worked everything out for this little intimate run we're going to have today. Yep. And uh, we're turning on the lights for them. And, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a thrill. So we're excited to just to be back. Finished sixth a year ago in the state. And with all that talent coming back, as you said, is the goal a state championship? Goals always a state championship. <laughs> I just wanted to clarify that. Everybody, I'm sure. I'm sure. I, I knew the answer was coming. I just wanted to hear it for myself. Uh, let's move on. Uh, let's talk about your volleyball team. They're not slouches themselves. They've won the ECC. They've won the league three straight years in a row. They're going to get going against West Claremont this week. Uh, how is this squad stacking up? And do you want to go ahead and uh, just tell us right now they're going to win the league for the fourth year in a row? <laughs> well, it's, it's always the plan. I'm sure Coach Ball has that as, as, as one of their goals. Audrey Planner, Maya Jepson, uh, Diane Clark, those, those are some of the leaders you're going to see out there on, on the court. Um, you know, we haven't had our, our game. We open up Tuesday at West Claremont High School. So I think we're going to have a lot of, uh, of these kids rise up, um, you know, to the top. They are very competitive. They work very, very hard. Um, you know, they're on, they are on a mission. Uh, they work well together. The coaching staff has high expectations of them, just like any of our other programs. Mm. But they're they're exciting to watch. They're fun to watch. And and you know, in, in this era of COVID, things are going to look a little bit different. But uh, I, I think they're going to be very exciting to watch. And uh, we'll certainly be talking about them uh, quite a lot here. And hopefully, it will eventually be a fourth ECC title. I had to say it since since you you, you wouldn't put it out there. <laughs> But uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes there. Uh, let's, let's move on to the tennis court. Girls tennis off to a 4-0 start there. That's not bad as well. You, know, you got a lot, of, a lot of positive momentum right out of the gates. Let's talk about the tennis team. What's been the key thus far to that really good start? Well, I, I think, you know, you've got a, a new coach with new, new enthusiasm working off of what 
the, the coaching staff has brought for the years previous. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's outstanding. You've got some good leadership. We've got some doubles team. We got Hannah Wanger and Tess Browerman who are, you know, the doubles, uh, they're, they're a force. They're probably the two most athletic girls we're going to see out there on the court. Um, uh, we got Maria Harder and Grace Hoyt, who also is number one, number two, mm-hmm. who obviously they are, they're playing at the top of their game too. So they, they have been practicing for quite some time. The court's always full, always busy up here, uh, at Tiger stadium. Um, it, you know, we'll see, I, you know, as, as time goes on, we'll have more and more to report, but yep. um, they're hot and they're, they, they love getting it done. They love being a part of this success. They're going to be building. Let's keep it that way as we move forward here. Cause we like talking about things like that. Uh, lastly here, uh, we can't, can't not talk about the fall season without talking about football. And uh, this was really seemingly the last sport to get the go ahead uh, from Governor DeWine. But now that it's happened and we have a schedule, it is only a six-game regular season schedule, but everybody makes the playoffs. We like that. Boy, the schedule didn't do really do you any favor to start things off. You got league champ Turpin week one. And obviously it was a, a tough season a year ago with, with a lot of changes in the program there. You know, and then you get Turpin here, the defending champs week one here. And, and seeing this team practice and train and talking to Coach Cruz, What's he looking for out of this team as they get going? Or, or, or is it just right now they're just excited to see somebody else across from them? They, they have 100% bought in. It's, a, it's completely di- different dynamics from the team from last year to this year. Um, everyone's bought in from, um, from the senior class all the way down to the freshman class. They have worked their tails off. They have, they have been in the weight room led by Coach Barry you know, all, all summer long. Um, they're all in. It's an exciting atmosphere. Um, if you're not working hard, they'll let each other know you're not working hard, and, and that'll, that'll pull everyone up. They are. They they rally to the ball. Um, they know what they they know what they're supposed to to do. They know their expectations by position. Um, they're out there fighting uh, for for a position. They know that hey, uh, we're starting to improve as a team, and and there's a guy right behind me that's going to take my position if I'm not giving a hundred percent. And so you've got guys that are that are now working harder than they than they've ever have uh, because they've got some team continuity. Um, mm-hmm. There's you know they there's a sense of urgency with this team. Um, they understand what's at stake. They understand where they've been a year ago and they want to prove, you know, to themselves and, and really to everyone else that, you know, we're, we're here to stay. We're back. We, you know, we're, we're the Loveland Tigers and we're, mm-hmm. we're going to, we're going to show you. And I couldn't be more proud of a team that has faced that adversity, um, been committed in the off season. And it really, it, it is Jason, it's a completely different looking team. The, the, our coaching staff is set. Um, they, the, just the ongoing daily, weekly meetings through Zoom um, had helped out um, with conversations, with understanding responsibilities. Uh, and that just, it, it shows out on the turf. And um, they're going to be, they're gonna, again, another team that's going to be really exciting to watch. And you're right. In the ECC, there is no easy game. Uh, everyone you play has the capability to make the playoffs. And so you got to bring your A game to every game. So in Turpin uh, is historically just a you know, top-notch team. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously our, co- our coach, Andy Cruz, graduated from Turpin. So there's, you know, that as well. So we're excited for everybody. It's going to be, it's going to be a, a great fun night um, up at Tiger Stadium this Friday. When you see that, 
after a, a difficult season a year ago that now in seeing it and hearing it through the, from the coaching staff that these kids have bought in, that they're all in, they're putting the pressure on themselves to make themselves better. What does it say about those kids that after such a difficult campaign that they've pretty much turned the page on that and said, 2020 is a new year, let's go? I think, I think it says a lot to their, to their character. Uh, you know, and, and just their person in general, that you're, 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 it's okay to face adversity. And it's even better to overcome that adversity. And it, and it makes it makes a better, uh, a better person. And that's the message that the coaching staff sends is, is, you know, what what you're doing now to overcome this adversity, you know, will years down the line, make you a better person, a better father, a better employee, mm-hmm. uh, better husband. And that's, that's kind of what we look for as we train and, and coach these these young kids. Lastly, before I let you go, now that everybody's not only starting the sports season, everybody's kind of coming back in, coming back to school, getting these kids around one another again, obviously masks, social distancing, you know, as close around each other as close as we can. What's that done for mor- overall morale within not only the, the, the athletics department, but all, but Loveland high school in general? Well, I, mean, I can only speak because we haven't started for school in school yet, but I can only speak for the, for the uh, athletic department. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you this, nearly every single coach has said, you know, in the spring, I was worried. I, I didn't know what it was going to be like with the COVID and the restrictions. It has been my best overall summer that I've had with these kids. I've been able to communicate with them more. It's looked different, but I've been able to communicate with them more. I've been able Mm -hmm. to set higher expectations. They understand more. And by the time they hit the field or whatever, they already have all the groundwork, all the, all the, you know, the, the chalkboard stuff, it's all done so that when they hit it, they can hit it at a higher, at a higher pace. So as far as the morale to answer your question, Mm -hmm. it's just been outstanding here um it's it's really been a a, a, a really a present in disguise um and, and i think i can speak for almost every coach we've had these conversations that it's been a, a positive experience uh and i think the morale will carry over into the classroom i think everyone's excited to get back into that flow again right. um and, you know and just see see all the kids see the entire student body and, and we're you know we're happy for i can't wait to hear these halls finally thumping <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll certainly uh, see how that goes, and hopefully we'll touch on that again when we uh, reconvene next week. Brian, great catching up with you again, and uh, congratulations on getting a full season in order as best, you, as best you've been able to, and uh, we'll talk again next week. Jason, thanks very much. Tiger Nation, looking forward to seeing you every day. There you go. That is Loveland Athletic Director Brian Knatzer joining us for the fall premiere of This Week in Loveland Tiger Sports here on lovelandtigers.org and ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.